Welcome to the Great Lakes Fishing Podcast presented by Fishhawk Electronics. If you're looking for news, tips, and stories about fishing the Great Lakes, you've come to the right place. And now your host, Chris Larson. Hello and welcome to the Great Lakes Fishing Podcast. Today's show features Trevor Sumption from Fishhawk Electronics. It's another clip from the virtual Great Lakes Fishing Show. And in this clip, Trevor lays out the features of the entire Fishhawk product line and answers some great viewer questions. I hope you enjoy the conversation. On Today we had a bunch of meetings and one of the things that, that we brought up today was uh, the Fishhawk TD. And that's something that I think when people think about Fishhawks, they think about the X4, they think about the X4D, they think about the X2. But this is a really cool product and something that uh, we're seeing more and more people in the Great Lakes use. Right. We, you know, we have a tendency, myself included, to overlook the TD because um, one of the things that we've heard from people like Captain Dan Keating, like Mark Romack, is, you know, the number of new people that are getting into, you know, Great Lakes fishing. And uh, obviously, you know, we talk, uh, we talk about water temperature and we talk about speed and oftentimes we talk about those things together. Okay. But, you know, if, you know, if, if you're going to go out on the big lake and you're going to make it out, you know, a couple times a season, you know, we get it. I mean, that's going to be a harder investment for you to make. So even though you may not have access to your speed information, we can still get you, you know, half of the game with temperature, right. we can still get you that temperature for, you know, $180 basically. So, um, so it, it's a good option for people that, uh, you know, maybe you're, maybe you fish an inland lake for trout mm -hmm. or um, maybe you're, you know, we, we sell, uh, we're selling a lot of these out to the kokanee market in the, in the, in the West now. Um, but if, if that's you, um, then the TD is a, is a really good option. And the TD, there's two basic modes in it. Uh, the first one is uh, a water temperature every five feet. Um, so you're going to drop this thing from the surface all the way to the bottom. It's going to show you the water temperature every five feet, logs it on the screen there itself. Um, and then uh, the second mode is uh, what we call a bi-depth mode. And what that will do is uh, uh, it just gives you a maximum depth. And that's for guys, let's say you want to use this to find out how deep your divers, your dipsies are running or your leg core and things like that. If you go on the website, you know, we've got videos that kind of show you how to do that and things like that. But, um, you know, we're kind of starting with the TD tonight for maybe some of those newer people that are just getting into the Great Lakes game that this is uh, this is a uh, this is the gateway drug. Right. You know, maybe. So. So that's the that's the TD itself. So. So that's the TD. I'm going to kind of reach behind me. Yeah, here. I'll let you. Uh, you can you can hand me props there. This and is this is the X2. This is the X2. And why don't you just grab me the uh, grab me the other two there while you're at it. And I think we'll, uh, I won't bury your mouse here if you can, you got room? All right. We're good. We're good. Okay. So, uh, so I think what I'll do is just kind of walk through the, walk through the systems and then we can, you know, go from there and, and just maybe try and help narrow it down a little bit on, on what they are. So, um, all of the systems, all of the wireless systems, the, the X4, the X4D, the X2, they all, they all give you the most important info. And the most important info is your down speed and your down temp. So they all, they're, you know, we'll get that out of the way in the first place. They're all gonna, they're all gonna do that, okay? Mm -hmm. Beyond that, what you're paying for or not paying for are, are, the, uh, are some of those, uh, some of the other features. So the X4, uh, just kind of the real basics. So the X4 is gonna require a downrigger, okay? So you're always gonna use it with a downrigger. You're gonna transom on a transducer. And it's going to hook into your boat's 12 volt system 
and it's going to give you the surface temperature, the surface speed, the down temperature, and the down speed. So those are kind of your four data points with the X4. This is the direct replacement for the 840 and the 800 that you know you know that are 45 years old, um, but we're still doing the same you know basic things um, with the X4. The X4D is really the same thing. So it's going to do everything that the X4 does. The additional features that's going to give you is it's going to give you the probe depth. And that probe depth is based on water pressure. So it's the true depth of the probe. It's not how far the probe is away from the transducer. It's the actual depth. It's basically taking all the guesswork out of blowback on there. A lot of guys, they'll look at their cannonball and they'll see it on their sonar screen and it'll say it's at 70 feet. Well, that, you know, it's not at 70 feet, it's 70 feet away from the transducer. What you're gonna see on an X4D is you're gonna see that number as 63 or something like that, because it's gonna take that guesswork out of the blowback. It's gonna tell you what that is. The other additional feature that the X4D gives you is it gives you the, uh, is it gives you the Bluetooth functionality. And that allows you to communicate with your, you know, your phone. So you can set it up. I should have pulled the app up, um, but lets you communicate with the Fishhawk app. So you can uh, you can use your phone or a tablet as a secondary display. And that's also the functionality that lets you connect uh, with the Canon optimum operators. And then uh, one thing I wanted to add, you know, anybody that was still watching that was watching Rick's segment with uh, with Hummingbird um, is. Uh, when a fishhawk talks to a hummingbird graph, it does that through the Canon Optimum. So the fishhawk will not go directly to a helix, a G4 helix unit or a Solex unit. It's going to, it has to go through the Optimum to get there. But that's a little techy thing. You can, you know, answer that. Um, so that's the X4D. Uh, again, same as the X4. It just gives you the probe depth and it gives you the Bluetooth functionality. And then the last system, as far as uh, the uh, full systems, is the X2. And the X2, uh, you know, it's really kind of established as a specialty. Uh, it's it's a little different in that in that it's portable. Okay, I don't have to uh, um, I don't have to um, mount a transducer on the boat. It uses the slip ducer system, which is actually uh, it actually, you know, a lot of people will assume that an X4 or an X4D has more power than an X2. Mm -hmm. They're the same. They're absolutely the same. And in fact, you can get an X2 to read deeper then you can an X4 or an X4D just because that slip deucer is always pointed directly at the probe. Now that's not to say that that doesn't come with a little bit of care and feeding there. And it looks like we're probably gonna get some of those in the, in the questions. Yep. Um, but uh, um, so it's, it, the units will do the same thing. They're just in a different configuration. So it's portable, um, it <clears throat> runs with the slip deucer. You don't have to wire it into your boat's 12 volt system. Um, what we really designed the X2 for is a multi-species boat where I'm taking this on and off. My downriggers come on and off the boat. Um, you know, I might be bass fishing one day, tubing with the kids, you know, out trolling the next day. That's what the uh, uh, that's what the X2 works for. Uh, it works really well with manual downriggers. I don't like it personally as much with uh, electronic downriggers. It requires a little more care and feeding that I that I personally like to do. Um, but it works really well with manual downriggers, and you don't actually have to use it with the uh, um, you can actually set it up to use without a downrigger. So uh, guys that are fishing on Lake Erie that don't typically use downriggers, that's kind of where that application came from. That's what we uh, that's what we built the the uh, X2 for. So you know, that's just a real kind of high level. You know, I wanted to kind of blow through that and get to a bunch of questions, mm -hmm. um, which looks like we have quite a few. So yeah, um, I'll let you uh, 
I'll let you pick the questions. Well, we've got a, a ton of questions. We were talking about the uh, the TD yeah. about the battery. Oh, battery, so sure. Yeah. Why don't you address that and kind of why that is why the way it is? So the TD itself is uh, when we when we build the TD, it's all molded as one piece. So we we build the electronics, we we mold over the electronics, and then we mold over the electronics again. So the battery inside here, um, lithium ion battery inside of there. It's non-replaceable, right? and that's usually where the questions come in with the TD is, is, is non-replaceable, okay? That battery itself has got a 20-year shelf life, and if you use this thing every single day of the year, you're still going to get about seven years of use out of it. So what I'm really saying there is you would have to fish an awful lot for battery life to actually become an issue with the TD, and that's usually the, that's usually the number one question when, when, uh, when folks are looking at a TD is, is they're not quite sure what the, what the battery life is is going to be on that. So, all right, let's go. Our friend uh, Blind Osprey joins a lot of our shows. He wants to know what's the best, easiest method to record off the X4D. Uh, he says it seems like uh, it's designed to record a bite, and you you got into that a little bit uh, a little while ago with the app, yeah, yeah. And uh, see if I can uh, fire that up here. It might not be, um, but easiest way to do it is just to download the Free Fish Hawk app and. Uh, the uh, I've got my fishing apps buried here right now. Uh, here we go. I'm just uh, letting it load. All right, we re-downloaded the app. So this is what it basic. I don't know how well it's going to look, but so basically what that's going to do is that's going to allow you to recreate your screen on there, and then every time you catch a fish, all you're simply going to do is you're just there's a log button down here in the corner. And it's gonna it's gonna automatically grab all your probe data, uh, and then from there you can go in. There's drop downs for species, presentations, colors, uh, notes, and then that puts that all in the log. And then you can share that directly out of the uh, uh, you know out of the uh, uh, the log in the app, and you can uh, and you can text that right out of there if you're if you're fishing with uh, you know friends and other boats, and, and you decide you want to share information with them. All right, uh, here's Brian over on Facebook. He wants to know what's the best way to attach. Probe to downriggers. Uh, do you recommend a separate rigger for the probe, or do you put that on the line with the lure? Nope, uh, we always put it on the line with the lure. I mean, I suppose you could have a separate uh, a rigger, but uh, uh, yeah. So you're just going to make sure you're uh, you're using a good Terminator kit on the end of your rigger to attach to the probe. Obviously, you know you don't want to you don't want any connections failing there. Pay attention to those connections, uh, but uh, um, I use the I've used the clinchers for years. Never had uh, never had problems with those uh, as far as my riggers uh, go and then uh, um, again just uh, pay attention to those clinchers and actually more importantly pay attention to the cables you know because usually if you're going to lose a probe on a rigger it's because your cable breaks not because your terminator breaks so there's a kink in there there's a loop in the line that you've reeled over whatever so just pay extra attention to those cables uh, and that uh, that's a little bit of prevention that uh, that can save a lot of heartbreak so all right, uh, Garland, he's got a question. This is going to be a good one, too. Uh, my old rigger can't handle the big rigger balls. Would blowback be too great uh, for an X4? Or should he go to the next two? Um, I, I guess it kind of depends on what, what we call a big rigger ball. But, uh, you know, if, if you can, uh, if, if your rigger can handle, uh, handle sixes or eights, um, you know, eights, you could certainly get away with an X, X4. If you, if you can't handle eights and you're doing sixes and, and you know, real little ones, uh, you know, then maybe an X2 would be the... Uh, uh that would be a choice uh, and it would also kind of depend on if there's a manual rigger and electric um you know if it's a, a manual um the x2 is going to work just great uh if uh and, and even a slower electric is, isn't you know that handles pretty well but uh, manual definitely um 
you know, X2 is, it works great. In fact, that's what I use, uh, you know, on my own personal boat. Um, right now is uh, I've, I've got a boat set up with, with manuals and that's kind of what I'm running. So. Yeah, like everybody else, it was kind of a tough year last year for us, just keeping things in stock. Um, mm -hmm. Things were going fast. Mm -hmm. We're having a hard time replenishing, just keeping up with the new stuff. But we've got a couple questions already asking about new product for down the line. Are we working on anything new? We're always working on we're always working on uh, new stuff. Um, the uh, we're actually in the best inventory position today that we've probably ever been in, or at least in the last particular. I don't know. I, I think I can remember back maybe five years. I, that, that's kind of pushing it for me. Uh, good memory, just short. Uh, so we're in a good inventory position right now as far as being able to support product. But uh, we're always working on new stuff, and uh, um, you know. It's that's a never-ending process. That process is very lengthy right now, based on some of the things that we're seeing with all the you know chip shortages and things like that. It's a lengthy process, but yeah, we're it's it's a continual continual thing. So, yeah, so Jim just asked, uh, is Fishhawk caught up right now with availability? We, we are, and there's uh, and uh, yeah, well, like I said, we're we're in great shape right now. So. Very cool. All right, we've got a couple questions here on the same topic as well. Uh, we'll take uh, Thomas's. He wants to know: Should the Fishhawk be calibrated? before using it? Um, so that's uh, that's an awesome question. And I'm super glad you asked it because uh, the, sh the, the quick answer is no. Uh, a lot of people, uh, you certainly can do it. We built the functionality in there for it. But uh, the, the fact of the matter is, is all the Fishhawk does is it provides you with a reference point. And, and our kind of simple answer is, I don't care if that number is two or 200. I'm talking specifically about speed here. I don't care if that number is two or 200. What I care about is getting back to the number that's producing fish, that's producing strikes. So what we say, what we see most of the time, I, I usually what happens when somebody goes in and they calibrate something, you know, something gets out of whack, eventually they end up contacting us, uh, you know, through uh, the customer service channels. Uh, we tell them to reset it back at factory and 98% uh, of the time they're, you know, that's the way that they'll fish it. And that's how we recommend they fish it. All right, so here's Gary over on Facebook. And uh, he's basically saying everything works great on his X2 unless he's running his Helix. And at that point, uh, he loses his readings. What can he do to kind of so get that straightened out? What you want to do on that, Gary, is just switch your Helix from the 83 kilohertz over to 200. So uh, all the Fishhawk systems run at 70 kilohertz. Um, so the general rule of thumb is that uh, you need to be 20 kilohertz away, either up or down. Uh, to kind of eliminate that uh, any of that possible sonar interference. So just basically play with your with your sonar frequencies and and the the uh, the 200 kilohertz uh, is going to work for sure. You can also play with like the um, you know the the and if he's got a chirp producer, you can uh, I think the high chirp is also works just fine too. So. All right, uh, here's one we talked about a little bit, but uh, how do you connect the TD to the fishing line when you're going to use it? Um, so a couple different ways to do it. If you're using it for uh, actually getting that temperature every five feet, you'll want to put some extra weight on the line. I put, you know, two, three, four, five, six ounces. You can you can let that thing fall basically as fast as you want. So it gets to the bottom faster and then I'll reel it up. If I'm using it for checking depth, uh, as far as if I want to find out how deep my dipsy is, what I'll actually do is if my dipsy's out there running and it's 150 feet back on the number two setting or wherever it is, it's out there fishing. What I'm going to do is I'm going to turn the TD on. I'm going to hook it over the line on the snap, and I'm going to let the TD slide down to the diver. And what that's going to do is that's going to give you a real accurate depth reading without impacting the running depth of the diver. Uh, and then I'll retrieve the diver at that point, and that data, that maximum depth is going to be recorded on the TD. Very cool. Tim Schlappy here with the question. He wants to know, uh, he's got an old school fish hawk. 
Can he buy the X4 screen without buying a new Pro? Yes, you can. There you go. Very easy answer on that one. Uh, how about uh, Captain Rick Hajeki would like to know, can he connect his phone as well uh, with the Canon downrigger at the same time? Uh, good question. No. Uh, so it's a, it's a one and done. So if I'm, uh, if I'm running my, uh, if I'm, if I want to use the Fishhawk with the Optimums, um, it's actually going to give preference to the Optimum. It'll do that automatically in the app. So it, that's why it actually asks you to opt in. Um, so yeah, so it's it, it only will connect to one you know one partner at a time, so to speak. So. All right. So here's another one from YouTube, asking, uh, and this is someone else actually asked this as well. Uh, when using the X2 with a half rod setup, what line do you recommend using it strong enough to hold the probe and the slip deucer and the weight? And then someone actually asked, uh, how do you set it up without a downrigger? So maybe uh, let's go with that. Yeah, so I, I usually use 50 pound braid um, for that. That seems to be that seems to be just plenty uh, or just fine. Uh, and I'm using either a two or three pound ball in that in that setup. Um, you know, the, the the three pounder is is about as much as I want to manage with uh, you know, uh, as far as you know, cranking that thing up and up and down with with the reels. You can pump it and it works good. But you know, either a two or three pounder and the and the 50 pound braid works good. All right. Uh, how about uh, this one from Bill? Bill wants to know, he doesn't want to lose his probe. Uh, what do you recommend uh, for cable? Oh, I think, I think any cable is fine. It's just a, just a matter of, of keeping, I don't, I don't know of, of one cable brand that's better than another. I think it's, it's just a cable maintenance thing. Just making sure that you're paying attention to it, you know, and then if you see a kink, take it out. Don't wait to take, you know, I mean, and we're, we've all done it, you know, <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, I'll do that tomorrow. Well, just make sure that if you have a kink in the cable that you're, you're taking care of that right away, if that's going to be your probe breaker. Uh, also, I had really good luck with braid too. I know sure. uh, uh, getting Rick runs braid. Uh, you know uh, that uh, I've had excellent luck with braid as well. All right, uh, Steven says he's having some trouble with showing surface speed on his X4D. Uh, what should he do? Um, best thing to do actually is uh, is to uh, contact us through our chat app. So just go to fishhawkelectronics.com uh, during business hours. Uh, you'll you'll either hop on with myself or Steve. Uh, and uh, we can chat with it on it. Uh, you can also leave a message after hours on there. Uh, there's also a contact form on the service request form. You can go right to that, and then uh, that goes to uh, that goes to uh, Tanya back in service. So anytime any service issue doesn't matter what it is, you're going to talk to us. It's right. not going to wherever. It's it's us and anybody you're talking to. They know inside and out. Yeah. the product it's, and that's that's something i, I handle on social media for the company and we get these messages all the time they're like ah you know am i going to talk to someone yeah. who knows what they're doing and you know we don't have five thousand people working here the people that you're going to talk to uh through our chat feature or over email or over the phone however you choose to the contact are going to know what they're doing so if you ever have an issue feel free that chat feature is really cool you guys are sitting here uh, during the daytime and can yeah. pop on there and, and solve problems really fast so yeah. I would definitely tell people to go and, and use that chat feature when they can. Uh, we've got a bunch of more questions here. If you guys have uh, any questions that are specific, and even if you have uh, service questions, again, use that chat feature. Uh, our next guest is here uh, to talk to us right now, so we're going to bring him on. So, again, if you guys got some more questions that didn't get answered, feel free to drop those in the chat. And if they see that the chat over uh, on fishhawkelectronics.com, Probably not here. They're not going to check that out. But uh, go to fishhawkelectronics.com. You'll see the chat feature in the bottom right. Put your questions in there, and someone will definitely get back to you, uh, usually within 24 hours. So Thanks for uh, all the questions. That was great. 
Yeah, thanks for uh, for watching tonight, and we thanked all of our guests. I'm going to thank you for uh, bringing bringing thank you. bringing the thunder there. Thanks for listening to the Great Lakes Fishing Podcast presented by Fishhawk Electronics. For more information on fishing the Great Lakes, visit our blog at fishhawkelectronics.com.